I'm John, and tonight I want answers about GameStop and seating members of Congress. I'm John Thompson. I'm John A. Vink. I'm Keith Statenfield. I'm Loretta Beavers. I'm A.J. Minnick. I'm Jennifer Sim. I'm Jim Too. I'm Bobby Chastain. These stories tonight on John Wants Answers. John Wants Answers. John wants answers. Give John answers. John Wants Answers. Hello and welcome to the show. It's February 11th, 2021. And my guest tonight, Keith Statenfield. Hi, Keith. Hi, John. Are y'all ready for Valentine's Day? I suppose. Um, that means no. That means no. I've done nothing. Should I be doing something? Do you have a girlfriend? Yes. Do you want to have a girlfriend on February 15th? Sure. You should do something. Okay. What are you doing? I'm married. I don't, I, okay. I'm doing something. I got some presents. <laughs> I, I bought a, I bought a meteor necklace. It's a necklace made of meteors. Yeah. Yeah. It's like four and a half million years old. Wow. And you must have that big Apple options money. Yeah. Although the, they're, they're affordable. Oh yeah. Turns out you can slice a million year old meteor into very tiny pieces. And so many, many know, pieces. Economically. It's like a diamond. Well, it's made of carbon. I think it's made of iron. Iron. Oh. Because it's a meteor. Is that what there's a lot of iron in meteors? Space is made of iron? Space chunks. Well, I think the the stuff that's not iron tends to burn up in the atmosphere before it hits the ground. So the mm. parts that we have left around are are heavier metally things sounds like a great smelting process all right well we're going to get started with part four of our four-part series who is president yeah most years this is a one-part series yeah a very short one-part series we you know show up in november every four years and we say this person won the election who did, who did abc say is president a day after the election, um, that's the guy that's going to be president. It's always been a guy up till now. Someday it'll be different. So Joseph Biden was sworn in by the Chief Justice. So he is currently president, but not for long, because I understand Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene filed articles of impeachment the day after his that's inauguration. That's true, although you could only have one impeachment at a time. So, so his days are numbered. Now, the current impeachment of Donald yeah. Trump, that's going to be like in the, what, three days? Uh, might be over tomorrow. Might be over tomorrow. When, do they vote tomorrow or the next day? No one knows. No one knows. I mean, so, soon. Um, soon. They'll vote soon. Can only a member of the House of Representatives file articles of impeachment? Yes. I mean, other people can file them, but they won't matter. And so when do we expect the House of Representatives to vote to pass these articles? I do not expect the House of Representatives to even vote to not pass them. Okay. I expect the articles of impeachment, which were drafted, uh, as I understand, before he was sworn in as president. Mm-hmm. 
uh, they will go nowhere. So it's the Speaker of the House who sets the agenda, correct? Generally, yes. Chairs of committees have some power to forward things to the floor of the House. And it's unlikely Miss Pelosi will schedule this for a vote. Yes, that's correct. Okay. So that's the end of our series. Who is president? Well, like he would have been president whether, like he got to be president. Yes. Yeah. He, he's presently president. Unless the crazy QAnon stuff about how the United States was dissolved in October. Yes. And so inauguration. The re-inauguration is going to happen. Yeah. This might be then part five of a five-part series. Who is president? Okay, our next topic. It is February. And as always, February is Black History Month. Yes. And you and I celebrate Black History Month every year by having an awkward conversation about race. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. I'm not going to say I look forward to it, but I do anticipate it. So here we are, two white guys. So I had a question. I had a, had a Zoom conference with a bunch of friends, and it was Martin Luther King Day. Sure. And so I asked the people in the room, I said, is it okay if I wish my Black friends a Martin Luther, happy Martin Luther King Day? And they very quickly and emphatically said no. Why do you think I cannot yes, wish? Yes, that is correct. That is, that is a good summary of what Why do you think it is improper for me to wish my Black friends a happy Martin Luther King Day? I think because Martin Luther King isn't a holiday for your black friends. Isn't a holiday it's for a everybody? holiday for everybody. So if you had said, I have spent the entire day wishing everyone a happy Martin Luther King Day, we would have said, Good Lord, John has grown some empathy or something. But when you are only wishing your black friends a happy Martin Luther King Day, then you are misunderstanding Martin Luther King Day. And you are making them uncomfortable because they know you misunderstood it because they know you. I have frequently wished my Jewish friends, a happy Hanukkah. Yes. And I have not received information that that is bad or wrong of me. In fact, every newscast, you, you know, so the to our Jewish friends, happy Hanukkah. The distinction is in some vague sense, Hanukkah is a holiday that is for your Jewish friends. It is their holiday. It is part of their religion in a way that perhaps wishing them Merry Christmas would, if you intentionally only wished your Jewish friends Merry Christmas, would be cringeworthy in a different but similar fashion. I, I understand. Um, 
Is there a holiday I should be wishing happiness on my black friends? Like there's a holiday called Kwanzaa. June, Juneteenth, possibly. Juneteenth. Okay. Um, Kwanzaa, if you believe they celebrate Kwanzaa. Isn't Kwanzaa a Christmas adjacent holiday invented for black people? Uh, it is Christmas adjacent. I, I agree with that part. Um, it was, uh, the principles of Kwanzaa were created uh, by a group of black individuals to celebrate uh, the black community and its accomplishments and to encourage certain behavior and to encourage certain celebrations but not all black people celebrate kwanzaa mm -hmm. i i don't know the numbers but i suspect a minority of black people celebrate kwanzaa in any serious way so i should have avoid wishing them happy kwanzaa this is why the phrase happy holidays was invented in fact, because there are just a lot of holidays that uh -huh. pile up near the end of the year and no one quite knows which ones are appropriate for who and who may or may not be offended if you get it wrong. So we wish everyone a happy holiday season. But I thought that was ammunition in the war on Christmas. There is no war on Christmas. Oh, okay. And words are not ammunition. How do I empathize with my black friends that racism is real and I feel terrible about it? Well, this is a short show. So we're, I don't, I don't know that I'm going to be able to fix you in the next, let's call it 21 minutes. I mean, you would start with some serious thinking and reflection and research to realize that racism in fact is still a systemic problem in our society that has disproportionate impacts on large groups of people who are treated worse in a large variety of ways. And then you would demonstrate your commitment to changing this going forward by behaving better yourself, by supporting policies and programs and things that tried to help ease the past injustices that have happened. Uh, you would need to learn to empathize. I've been working on that. Yeah, yeah. Professional help. It is a very hard problem that we are not going to fix before the next show. Possibly we are not going to fix it ever, but we should all try to make things better as we can and be serious about those attempts. That's a great answer. I can't imagine getting any hate mail about that. Let's, okay. let's hope not. <laughs>
Our next topic is GameStop. GameStop, the store. Did you make a million dollars trading GameStop stock? I did not. Probably I have traded zero shares of GameStop in my life directly. The story is that some financial analysts look at GameStop and determined that the stock was overvalued and they shorted the stock. And so shorting a stock is very risky. It's when you sell a stock that you don't have with the idea that you'll buy it back later when it's cheaper. So normally if you buy a stock well, and it goes to zero, you just lose the money. Shorting a, I mean, the, the mechanism for shorting a stock is generally that you, when you short a stock, what you're saying is, I believe in the future, this stock is going to be worth less than it is now. Yeah. And I would like to find a way to make money on that. Mm -hmm. And there's no direct way to make money if something's going to be worth less in the future. If something's going to be worth more in the future, you buy the stock now. Mm -hmm. And in the future, you sell it. If you are sure a stock is going to go down by a dollar a month from now, and you want to make a million dollars, well, you can't buy it and sell it later. Mm -hmm. So you reverse the order of operations. <laughs> you sell the stock now, and you get a bunch of money for selling the stock. And then in the future, you can buy the stock with the money you have. Still doesn't get you any money. So when you short a stock, you find someone that currently owns the stock and you borrow their stock for a month mm -hmm. like imagine you own a million shares of game stock right a small portion of your large holdings mm -hmm. uh i come to you and say hey john i got a great idea i'm gonna make a million dollars lend me your million shares of game stock you lend it to me and I walk out the front door and I sell your million shares of GameStop right away. Now a month goes by and you're like, hey, Keith, where was that GameStop stop you, you borrowed from me? And I'm like, I don't want to tell you I sold it. So I go out and I buy GameStop stop, buy a million shares of it to give back to you. Is this the case where, let's say, I'm taking care of your dog while you're on vacation, and I lose sure. the dog, and so I buy yeah. a new dog and hope you won't notice the difference? Yes, it's very similar to that, but everyone would notice if a dog was different. Like goldfish, maybe it could be goldfish. You know, I sell your fish, and I buy new fish, and you're none the wiser. So on the stock market, no one's going to just lend you their stock for a month. So I, as the guy doing the short sale, I give you a little bit of money to borrow your stock for a while. And then I promise to give you shares of stock back in the future. And if the stock truly falls in value, as I'm sure it's going to, then I can buy those shares to give back to you in the future for less money than I sold them for. And so I get to keep that difference as profit. Right. And I have to give part of that difference to you up front as the cost of renting the stock. And you said it's risky. 
And the reason it's risky is if I'm wrong and the stock goes up, then it costs me more money a month from now to buy it than I got when I sold it. And so that's money out of my own pocket. But the, the key here is that when you, when you buy low and sell high, let's say, let's say you buy. Sure. And it goes to zero. The most you can lose is the money you'd already put into the stock. For a for conventional stock that you're holding, you can't lose more money than you put into it. Right. But when you short a stock, the potential losses are unlimited. Like in this case of GameStop, the stock was at five dollars. Yes. Actually, no, it's at two fifty. And then it went up to four hundred and eighty-three. Yes. So if you had shorted at two dollars and fifty cents, you would have lost four hundred and eighty-one dollars per share. Sure. Which you know, on one stock, you could survive. But imagine they're doing this with thousands of stocks, thousands of millions of shares. Yes. So then you can see how the losses could become, you know, technically unlimited. Depends um, on how high the stock goes. I mean, in, in the real world, in practice, most stocks that are worth $2.50 do not go to $400 right. in the span of 30 days. So in this case, it did um, because some people basically did a, a pump and dump. Now, they're upset that people were shorting the stock. Is shorting a stock considered evil? I mean, the modern, mon the people that think about how economics works as a theory say short sellers exist to keep other people honest, which is if there were no short sellers, then the people that talk up the price of a stock would cause stock prices to rise above what their actual value should be. Because mm. there's no one who is pointing out the problems. I think this in a economic theory is true, but I also think a lot of the people that short sell stocks uh, don't just short sell stocks. They, they are actively trying to drive the value of the stock down. And many of the mechanisms they use to do that are kind of sleazy, but they're rich. So we don't call them sleazy. We call them wall street geniuses now what would have been genius is if gamestop decided to issue new shares at let's say 450 dollars because right now gamestop does not benefit at all from the, all these shenanigans pretty much not very little yeah um but if they issued new stock they could trade pieces of paper which cost them like nothing to print um, sell those for like $450 a piece. Then they have some real money and can like so buy a real company or something. GameStock has to tell their shareholders that they're going to issue new shares. Mm -hmm. And all of those people that are holding shares at $400 a share, if they know GameStock is going to issue new stock tomorrow at $400 a share, would be willing to sell their stock for $390 a share. 
the day before. And the short sellers that need to buy stock would be willing to buy it for $390 a share instead of $400 a share because they'd lose $10 less a share. Yeah. And that just cascades so that effectively, if GameStop announced we're going to issue new shares at anything much above 250 a share would collapse the market instantly. And then GameStop would have more shares outstanding, which they would have to sell at 250 a share. Also, GameStop doesn't say we're selling shares at 450 a share. They say we're issuing new shares, which will trade on the market at the market price. Right. And they don't right. really control that. Yeah. So they timed it right. They could have timed it at the 483 price. Well, but they couldn't have because people are smart and the whole thing would have collapsed before then. Well, it is collapsing. I think last I looked, it was $51 a share. Yeah, it'll be it's back to like four. five bucks a share because GameStop as a company is worth about five bucks a share. Yeah. They sell video games in malls and no one goes to malls and all video games for consoles you download electronically now. Yeah. So yeah. I don't, I don't even know how they still exist today. But, but well, the, a lot of Funko Pop. You're not hip enough to buy Funko Pop dolls. Oh. So you have no reason to go to GameStop. Exactly. My next topic is seating members of Congress. So we have a new representative in the House Representatives. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Yes. And she has supported calls for the assassination of the Speaker of the House. Sure, yeah. As so, you do. Could Congress have decided not to seat her on January 3rd? I think they could have, but I don't think I think in the end, they were very unlikely to do that. And I'm not sure if the Supreme Court would have upheld that. They likely wouldn't have, but no one's going to know until someone goes to ask the Supreme Court again. I looked at the Constitution. Sure. And uh, under Article 1, Section 5, it says that the House shall judge be the judge of the elections, returns, and qualifications of its own members. And a majority shall constitute a quorum to do business. Um, so that means, I looked historically, they have decided not to seat Congress people, um, mostly Mormons. Um, Back in the day. But as you said, uh, the US Supreme Court did get involved in 1969, when some guy, Mr. Powell, um, he won the election, but they didn't seat him because I forget why. He was too corrupt. And the uh, Supreme Court said, well, you can only not seat them if they actually are not qualified. I mean, don't, don't meet the requirements. Requirements in the Constitution is what the Supreme Court said. Yeah. Um, 
there's some fuzz around the edges since if you could plausibly demonstrate that someone didn't actually get a majority of the votes in the election mm-hmm. that they might you know they might accept that kind of thing right um if I mean, they have to be a citizen. So if you could demonstrate they weren't a citizen, then you could yeah. clearly not seat them. But that the Supreme Court found that in 69 to be okay. I mean, they could seat them and then they could expel them with a two-thirds majority. Oh. Is that like an impeachment? I, I'm not sure it's called an impeachment, but I believe the House can expel members. Okay. So they, they did seat her. Yeah. And they did not expel her. Did not, not yet. But they uh, they voted uh, to strip her of all her committee assignments. Yes. So how does a um, member get committee assignments in the first place? Well, generally, since we have parties in this country, uh, uh, after the election, the first day of Congress, they kind of look at what the composition of Congress is. And they say, if half the people are Republicans and half are Democrats, then we'll say half people in every committee should be Republicans and half should be Democrats. And then they let the uh, Democratic members of the House kind of divvy up all the committee appointments among the Democrats and the Republican side divvies them up among the Republicans. Uh, there are some rules for independence where they kind of try and let them do some things, but it's a little ad hoc. And so uh, I knew and then they have, and then they have a big vote where they just officially approve the lists that you know each leader has compiled and assembled. So if you're a new congressperson, this is going to stick you somewhere there is a lot of jockeying for committee assignments you know if you represent a farm state you would much rather be on the agricultural committee than on the banking committee oh, it's hard to say banking is a good committee there are um, some committees no one wants to be on like the judiciary or the ethics committee so what happened then is the Republican members of of the House, the House, they had the had a discussion, but they decided not to take her off the committees. And they then, put her on two committees: uh, education and judiciary. I don't labor they had two committee assignments. Maybe it was labor. I don't remember the second one for certain. Um, but then, um, so then all of Congress got together and had a vote and they voted amongst themselves to throw her off all the committees. Yes. To remove her from both of our committees. Okay. And in the past, and, and they did that because they said, let's look at the things she has said. She has said some very abhorrent things mm-hmm. and they have removed people from committees in the past for saying abhorrent things or doing abhorrent things. Generally, by the time the pressure gets that high, 
the the leader of that party in Congress just kind of says, yeah, we're okay with removing her from these committees. And then there is this, you know, then Congress as a whole votes, but it's a, you know, it's a peremptory vote, right? Everyone knows the results are already going to happen. Mm. It's pretty much, you know, 400, whatever to seven. <laughs> in this case, it was a close vote because Congress is closely divided. Right. Democrats and Republicans. Although 11 Republicans did go along with it. 11 Republicans did go along with, I think, all the Democrats to strip her of her committee assignment. So now the Republicans are just going to find two other people to take her place in those committees? Uh, I assume so. They probably already have. Oh. I mean, oh. the education committee is so unimportant that few people know who's on it. We only know who's not on it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the show we have this month. It is the show we have this month. So, hope you like it. That's one we have. Yeah. All right. Good show, Keith. Yeah. How are we doing?